Okay, everyone. Welcome to another exhilarating episode of Not So Common Sense. So, I know it's a shocker that I'm doing a, a podcast at this time period during football. Well, most of the games are over. Now it's left down to five. The Ravens here lost to the Miami Dolphins on a late, you know, last couple second touchdown. I had a feeling they was going to lose when they only got a touch, one touchdown that they had was by a kick return. Other than that, they pretty much was dead even with the Dolphins. If you did even with the Dolphins and in Baltimore, you're going to lose. If you did even with any team in your Baltimore, you're going to lose. If you're not putting it to a team and up by 50 in Baltimore, and you're in your Baltimore, you're going to lose. So, they can't have a three-score lead. Baltimore is not built to hold a three-score lead. They're not built to hold a lead, period. They don't know how to grind out a win. So, that's a little bit for your football-related news. Of course... You know, I'll talk more about that if I want to on the podcast, if I want to. But other than that, what are we here for? Abortion. Yes. I love to talk about abortion and debate about abortion because I know that I'm right. The thing is, when I say most Americans are against an abortion ban, best believe that I'm right. That's the point. Conservatives thought that they can get over by just bullying their way through things. I can easily just force it regardless if the majority of Americans are for something. Because they know that the corporate Democrats are to come in and swarm like a... a a pack of wasps and protect them because each are for money. You got your corporate Democrats and your Republicans. They're all for keeping money and making money for themselves. Whatever they can do to keep themselves rich. Right? So, anywho, As I normally do, I come here with a video that I like to let you guys listen into, and I go and give my opinion on it. Remember when I say that these conservatives are no longer, these conservative talking heads are no longer the pillar of the bait that they normally try to be. You don't need any type of, you know, real hardcore data to go against these guys. Your basic general logic is enough. Your Ben Shapiro, your Charlie Kurtz, you don't need real general knowledge to be able to go off. You can use a phone and just search something randomly up and find it in five minutes to get get something that you can believe. You don't really need to have any hardcore research done. You already know the answers. Whatever you really believe, if you're a leftist, is normally true. And normally what they try to believe is a complete and utter lie. Because that's how far to the right these individuals have moved. 
because the party has moved that far. Have you noticed that no longer does Ben Shapiro use facts and logic? Everything is now about your feelings, your feelings, your feelings, your feelings, your feelings. Or I don't feel like this and I don't feel like that and you shouldn't feel like doing this and you shouldn't feel like doing that. It's never anything based in reality anymore. Everything he talks about and supports is always more about the individual's feelings. No longer do you hear about facts. There are none for them. They completely turned away from facts because facts are something that they can't manipulate. They know they can't manipulate these facts into something that they support. You see, beforehand, before Trump came around and just threw his full support to the most fringe and crazy right-wing ideology, they had something to hide behind. You know, fiscal responsibility, right? Can't be fiscally responsible if Donald Trump is blowing up the budget for billionaires and millionaires. His tax cuts for the ultra-wealthy is one of the things that can vouch for that. You're not fiscally responsible if you're dealing with that. You're not fiscally responsible if you're taking taxpayer money and flying illegal immigrants all around the goddamn country just because of political stunts. That's not fiscally responsible. That's irresponsible. You can't claim to be fiscally responsible if you take in money from your your voter base and supporters and stealing it. Say it's supposed to go to the border wall and you just pocket it. That's not fiscally responsible. Claiming that their money is going to go to a election day thing, election fraud thing, or something like that, some, you know, pack, some election day fraud pack that's supposed to help fight against uh, election day fraud, and you just take the money and put it in your pocket, that's not fiscally responsible, right? That's not fiscally responsible. You can't say that you're the, you know, group for, you know, Christian family values. If you're saying that American citizens should be shot in the back of the head. You can't be for that if you support that. You can't be for the lynching of your vice president if you're for Christian family values. Right? You can't be for cheating on your wife with multiple individuals in the Republican Party has done already. But especially Donald Trump who cheated on his wife while she's pregnant giving birth to one of his children of a porn star. You can't say that that you're for Christian family values if you're doing that. 
You can't say you for Christian family values if you're allowing for removal of age requirements for marriage, allow any pervert to marry any child and blatantly knowing it, like a representative in Tennessee has tried to do. And Republicans, again, supported it fully and utterly. You can't be for that. That's not Christian family values. Now, is it? Of course not. So, everything that they said that they stood for in the past, they no longer do. They moved so far to the right that everything that you used to think a Republican was for and supported, they don't. So, what do you expect is going to happen? Like right now. They say they're pro-life. Now, are you really? You have places trying to put in a complete abortion ban and have no exceptions for anything. Rape, incest, life of the parent, nothing. They don't give a damn. So you have that. And then you have what Lindsey Graham just came out and said. That he's going to do a country-wide, a, you know, abortion ban. For the, the federal abortion ban that everyone has to be under. So, what happened to states' rights that they always like to use? Now, and I do know, when they say states' rights, they really mean states' rights to deny you of your human rights. Right? They, that's what they really mean. They want the state to be able to deny you your human rights. Right? That's why they were saying that because it came out during the time of slavery. That's why they can't answer for the whole ideology surrounding slavery. Each time somebody says, well, it was for states' rights. States' rights to do what? What state rights were you that you didn't have before that you were losing that you had to actually go and fight in a bloody war for? Which one was it? Was it taxes? No, you can control your taxes all, all you want. You know, state every state had the ability to do that since forever. They can charge how much taxes they need to their constituents however they see fit, right? They have, you know, rules, regulations about the guide by, but other than that, you had the right to still do it. All in general. States' rights for what? What did you not have and what were you losing that you were willing to fight and die for? Oh, you're losing the ability to have slaves. Makes a lot of sense why you will fight hard for that. So they did that and now you know full well whenever they mention states' rights is to remove human rights from people. For the government to be able to remove human rights from people. 
the group that used to be for small government obviously wasn't. It wasn't for small government. I already told people beforehand, they're not for small government. They're for government that they can use and control. They don't give a damn if it's the uh, jackbooted thugs beating up on black and brown people and minorities and women. Of course, they don't give a damn about that. They celebrated. Yay, that's right. Jack booted thugs. Jack booted thugs. Jack booted thugs. Right? They uh, say they're against government tyranny. But that government tyranny it being levied upon black and brown people and women, they're like, government tyranny. Government tyranny. Government tyranny. Government tyranny. Right? They cheer for it. They love it. Celebrate it. Because that's how they are. Is the government is good for what I want it to be good for. If it's for belittling and marginalizing minorities and marginalized communities, they love it. If it's for white people and racist white people, racist right-wing people, ooh, they, they even getting better. If it's for that, they celebrate it. Because that's why you know that only the right wing, only the right wing is for an ethno state. You notice that they, you don't hear that when it comes to members of the left, by the way. Only right wing individuals are for an ethno state. They will use black, brown, Latino people, minority people that they have as conservatives as shields to try to say, look, we're not for it, even though you can always find them people being attacked by the right wing. They'll try to say they're for the LGBTQ community, but you have people like Matt Walsh, who I'm about to talk about early on, later on in the uh, post. You have individuals like him who constantly attack them, but then they'll try to throw Dave Rubin up there and say, look, he's gay, he's gay, he's gay. But when we love him, he's gay, he's conservative, he's gay. But then remember the fact that when he tried to go out there and try to celebrate the fact that him and his husband is having a child, having two children, not just a child, two children, the right wing attacked him viciously. Like animals. They just attacked him, almost murdered a man. Actually, Milo Yiannopoulos, a right-wing individual, a, you know, he says former, but he's not. He's living with his husband. So a current gay man himself attacked Dave Rubin, saying that he should be uh, executed for wanting to have children. Here it is. Milo Yiannopoulos is a gay man. Yes, I still say he's gay. He says he's reformed gay. He's no longer gay. But if you still live with the individual that you're married to when you were gay, what does that make you? Still gay. You can fool conservatives with that idiotic bullshit, but what the fuck changed from you? You just out came out and said, oh no, I'm not. Even though everything during your private life still says the opposite. Right? He called for the execution of Dave Rubin and his husband because they're having children. Right-wing pundits on Newsmax and OANN 
saying that they're groomers and pedophiles all because they decided to have children. Now, some did rightfully <clears throat> attack Dave Rubin for having a luxury baby, which, yes, that's okay. I do not mind you attacking him for having a luxury baby. You know, you didn't adopt. You went out there and you took a woman's uterus and your semen and artificially created one. Which is very expensive. But you try to call yourself an average person and talk about being average and shit like that. Like you're an average American. Most average Americans can't get that type of treatment, brah. It's heavily expensive. Not only did you have to go and find an individual, you're paying them for the use of their uterus. Nine months. I think it's not going to be a one-time deal. You're renting out their uterus. They got to, of course, they're going to have hospital bills and things like that. Anything outside the ordinary that they cannot be covered from the health care, which should be some things, you're probably going to have to pay for as well. But, of course, he can do it. I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe because he's rich? I don't mind you attacking him like that. You're like, oh, mighty how Mr. Uh, Adoption didn't decide to adopt him, did he? No, he went and got a luxury baby because he's rich. Because that's what a lot of rich people can do. Rent out other people's bodies. That's why I say I don't mind. Mind you, if you did that. That, I don't mind. You do it all the time to these rich people. I don't care if he's, you know, he gay or straight or whatever. Attack him. Hardcore. Go hard in it. So I didn't mind that, but <laughs> he still was attacked for trying to have a child. And this is important because of the simple fact that conservatives show their true colors and it's nothing more than hatred. Conservatives are nothing but hatred. And I have proof here. Like I said, here's the video. I want to let you listen into it. And again, like I normally do, come back and respond example of what's going on with Lindsey Graham. I mean, this is, they were so outraged on the right by this. Uh, that Lindsey Graham had to go on Fox with the Jesse Waters to justify. Listen was to chastising me. him to his face about it. Yeah. But listen, listen to Matt Walsh. This is the guy who has uh, built his career on, uh, on transphobia, uh, but also still has retrograde uh, perspectives on uh, other um, uh, groups of people in the country. He doesn't. He has a little bit of issue with uh, with uh, represent representation of anybody but white people in movies. Also has some issues uh, with women. But here he is. Um, they, I mean, they have been espousing a, a, a ban on abortion in this country for 50 years, and they know that normal people are just 
for the large, most part, horrified. And so when Lindsey Graham comes out and promises to deliver what they've been begging for, they're angry. Play this clip of, uh, of, uh, of Matt Walsh. He's never been a big pro-life advocate in the first place. Like Lindsey Graham? What does he ever show that he gives a damn about the pro-life cause? Look at how they do things. I had to stop it automatically just quickly. Again, it is Matt Walsh, this racist, sexist bigot. He's everything evil that you can possibly think of. Well, he's conservative. Of course, that'll make him that. Off the back. Look at how he's completely and utterly, blatantly, outwardly, no facts whatsoever in anything he's saying. He doesn't even say, even if he says Lindsey Graham's name, that may be a lie. That, well, that might be the only thing that's truth. That's the only thing that's the truth he said out of his mouth. Was Lindsey Graham's name. That's his actual name. Everything he says afterwards is a straight BS lie. Why is he doing this though? Because he has to belittle Lindsey Graham to make sure he's absolutely utterly nothing because Lindsey Graham came out and said look this is our plan regardless we want to take control over the country and run it as a dictatorship we are done with this democracy we're going to destroy the democratic process so we need to get everyone in charge so then we can control the elections we can have all our goons in charge of the election day process they can be you know, the poll workers and security guards and everything like that. So they can then go to the polls and see individuals who voted for a Democrat rip the shreds in the people's faces their ballots and say, your, your vote doesn't count because you voted for a Democrat. Get the hell out of here. They are actually trying to do that actively right now. Hence the reason why they have a lot of you know, people are going undercover. Working at these poll, polling places as poll workers. Allowing them, saying that they should keep their phones and record things, right? Even though they shouldn't. To tell them to sabotage machines and, election, and, and elections. Interfere with it. You don't like this person, saw this person, voted for a Democrat, take their ballot, toss it up, throw it in the trash. If it's a paper ballot, if they voting by mail, take all of it, toss it into the garbage can. This they're actually trying to do. They want their people in charge and in working at these, these precincts so they can fix the elections and target and change them towards being more in favor of conservatives. Because they know offhand that millennials are becoming older and what that does mean they're becoming the basic voting age, the basic voters, the more likely voters. The older you get, the more likely you are to vote. Millennials are in their 30s. They're going to start getting their 40s and 50s. While the baby boomers and beforehand are dying off. 
and no longer voting. So they see over the horizon that they're losing the possibility to win elections, period. So the only way they can do is cheat. They never can win the election through a popular vote in the fucking first place. We already know that. So that's the reason why they still try to hold on to, you know, the Electoral College. Right? At least if you cheat enough, you can actually have the Electoral College in your favor. Now that it's starting to look like it won't even matter, even if you had the Electoral College, it's still going to be a landslide. I'm talking about a 50-state landslide. Every state in the union is going to turn blue. Texas is going to turn blue within my lifetime. It's a guarantee. Even with all the gerrymandering and complete and utter control and fear and actual outright murder that's going on because they're murdering children down there because they're afraid that those children will vote. And they know the way that they will vote. Here's why Uvalde happened, by the way. If you want to know. It's a reason why Greg Abbott is not against, you know, is not against, you know, these gun laws and whatnot. The reason why he's not trying to put forth any type of gun control is a reason why conservatives aren't uh, against, you know, actually having a measure, uh, they're against having a measure of gun control. It's a reason why they don't want people to be able to lose guns. They like the idea that a pistol is hard to get than a AR-15. Here's the reason why. Because, see, a pistol is normally used for self-defense. And more likely, African-Americans and so forth, minorities grab pistols. AR-15s are grabbed by right-wing individuals because they're going to use it to shoot up human beings. And they know this. And since they're more likely going to kill children who are normally grow up to vote Democrat, why you think they're, uh, they're for keeping these weapons in these individuals' hands. And of course, also for the fact that they want to start a civil war so they can try to gain back that mulligan that they had when they lost the first one and was embarrassed because they lost and they lost the fact that and they lost the control of the slaves, by the way. And it was because the slaves actually as well who came in and beat their ass. That made it even worse. Because the individuals you were trying to hold captive one of the ones coming back and killing y'all. They will be caught and took as contraband of war since they were a product, not humans. And then turn around the next following couple of days or running back into that daggone plantation and shooting up those white men. That's the reason why they were afraid. They're like, we lost and then got embarrassed. So they want that mulligan back. But anyway, let's listen to this racist bigot some more. In the past, when Republicans have controlled the government, Lindsey Graham wasn't leading the charge to pass pro-life legislation. And there are things that could have been done even when Roe v. Wade was still active. So when they actually have the ability to do something, he doesn't want to do anything. And when the bill can't pass, that's when he's behind it. 
it, it, you know, it's, it's almost like he wants Republicans to lose. That's where everything comes in. It's the fact that the conservatives know that this is a losing argument. They messed up. They got what they wanted, but they're trying to hold off on their celebratory actions, right? And Lindsey Graham has come out and said, what the fuck? Why are we hiding the fact that we're for a federal abortion ban? We're coming out here and literally telling all the quiet parts out loud. Donald Trump said, it doesn't matter. Even if I'm in jail for complete genocide, I'm still going to run for president. And guess what? That's going to stop me from going to jail. Can you do that? Hell no. Even if you try to run for president, if you even jaywalk, as little as jaywalk, he's going to jail and losing your ability to run for president. He can murder a bunch of children in a in the celebratory fashion. And guess what? Guess he get to do to say, "Hey, I'm running for president. Can't do anything for me. Can't do anything to me." And then I'm going to go into one of my millions upon millions of judges that support me in every way, shape, form, manner. They're uh, part of my cult. And worship me as God Almighty. And I would say to them, stop this from happening. I don't care what you had to do. Just make up something. I'm not going to jail. Yes, I killed those people. And I enjoyed it. And I did on purpose. So what? I can do it. I'm above the law. And guess what? Those judges will say, my Lord, yes, you are above the law. Let me go ahead and put a stop to this, my Lord. And put a stop to it. He literally had nuclear secrets that he was about to sell. No other reason. He blatantly destroyed top secret information. That's why you have empty folders. I don't understand why people are so afraid to say it. So, 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 so what happened to the information? They just got empty folders. He destroyed it. He destroyed it. Stop trying to beat around the bush. This fucking saying. He destroyed top secret information that he's not supposed to hold on to. And he's going to get away with it because he's white, he's rich, and he packed the courts. Just say it. Not trying to beat around the bush. Come out right and say it. Those folders that have top secret information in them are now empty. Why? Because he took those information out of it. And destroyed it or sold it. He no longer had possession of it because he got rid of it in one way, shape, or manner. That's the conspiracy theory that I would actually um, subscribe to here. He wants Republicans to lose. This is a uh, this is sabotage. It's the only way to explain it, <laughs> given who it's coming from, especially. It's one thing if this was coming from someone in Congress who's just been deeply pro-life and pro-life Like, this is sabotage? Yeah. But introducing the, like, fundamental piece of legislation that the conservative right and Republican Party have demanded for decades... If anything, it doesn't even go as far as that they want. And he's saying it's sabotage? I mean, they realize how much they, 
it, and this is really important for people to understand. Walsh is a religious fundamentalist. The religious fundamentalist movement in this country understands that they, what they propose to impose on other people is completely an anathema to the vast majority of Americans. And therefore they have to do it in a very sneaky, undemocratic way, or otherwise it's sabotage. Continue to play. I mean, this is really extraordinary admission. Did you hear that? Even, even Sam Cedar can see this. Because it's blatant. They know that right now, during the primaries and things like that, it's not looking good for them when it comes to abortion. That's why they don't try to bring it up. Have you noticed that they barely have elections? I mean, barely have any debates. They have elections, but they barely have any debates, right? They're running from debates. They're running to safe spaces because they don't want to be confronted on their beliefs about abortion and what they're planning on doing. So Lindsey Graham came out and said the quiet part out loud. And he's like, why we uh, trying to hide from the fact that, you know, we want what we want. This is what we want. Stop. We need to stop lying to ourselves. We want a full on, straight up, 100% abortion ban. We're going to get rid of contraceptives. We're going to get rid of gay marriage. We're going to get rid of interracial marriage. And you may say, well, Trey, they, they get rid of interracial marriage. Wouldn't that hurt the, wouldn't it hurt the Supreme Court? You know, Justice Thomas, his marriage would still be acknowledged. Or have you not noticed that there's no real law here? There's no law. There's no rules. If you're rich, you're above it. You don't have to abide by them. He's rich. He's powerful. He's influential. So his marriage will still be violent. A lot of the rich individuals who are above the law, their marriage will still be acknowledged. But if you're average, everyday American, your marriage will be null and void. I know he's saying trade. That doesn't make any sense. The law covers everyone equally. Donald J. Trump. He's been investigated over 50 times. And always found a way to escape the investigation or it stalls out. For what reason? It's not as if he hasn't broken these laws. He's stolen top secret information. Sold or stole, sold or destroyed some of the information himself already. And he got away with it. This was a law that he himself created that supposed to severely punish people who were caught doing espionage. And guess what? He did it, but again, he gets away with it. Mm. 
Does that sound like right to you? Think about it. All these states and whatnot that have abortion bans already because they were retroactively activated straight after Roe vs. Wade disappeared, right? There were trigger laws. Soon as Roe vs. Wade was gone, abortion ban is now in effect. Do you think that anyone that was rich, powerful, influential, that lives in that state can't get an abortion? Do you think that they will leave the state to get an abortion? No. They're staying directly in that state and they're getting an abortion. Even though they made it completely and utterly illegal 100%. They literally will destroy the facilities by Planned Parenthood, by Planned Parenthood, destroy those facilities, remove them from the country and the state and whatnot. And you think that those rich people won't be able to get their abortions here in the States? Or that state that had the abortion ban? Of course they will. They would come home to their home, home to their own homes and do it. They wouldn't even have to leave. It would be completely and utterly legal. Why? Because they are rich. And that's how it is. To explain it. Given who it's coming from, especially. It's one thing if this was coming from someone in Congress who's just been deeply pro-life, a pro-life activist for years, and this has been their number one issue, and so they, you know, and this is all they talk. This is one of their, their central things they, they talk about all the time, and um, and you know, this is they're just so excited about it that they maybe put the cart before the horse a little bit. Lindsey Graham is a GOP. conservative congressman. He's 100% for whatever the party is for. Let's not forget what happened during January 6th. Soon as his constituents turned against him, he immediately fell in line and supported Donald Trump wholeheartedly, full-throatedly. So, Matt Walsh can lie all he want. Lindsey Graham is a conservative GOP congressman. He's pro-life. And, and came out and, and proposed this before, right before the midterms. That was huh? thing. Now, I'd still say it's a, it's a bad political strategy, but then at least I could believe that it's sincere. In this case, I don't even believe that it's sincere. Wow. This, to me, seems like sabotage. Because there are Republicans who want to be the minority party. They want to be the opposition. They want to be in the position of, of, of proposing laws that they know cannot pass. I mean, it's just the, the, the critique from Jesse Waters, from Matt Walsh. I mean, Mitch McConnell behind the scenes, we know, is not about what the legislation is. It's about the timing. And he said it right there about the midterms. They understand, as you were saying, Sam, and they've been doing this for decades with the opposition to abortion rights. I was about to say exactly that. Listen to what's really going on. It's not the issue at hand directly. It's not the actual problem 
of a federal abortion ban. It's the timing. Basically, what Matt Walsh is saying is, bruh, Lindsay, can you keep your lid shut, bruh? We're going to do the damn abortion ban anyway. But can you not go out there? Can you not say that stuff out loud right now? We're going to do it. You know, he's like the person who knows what they got. Like, if you got something like during Christmas time, he's the person who knows what gift you got, right? And they keep trying to steer you towards it. But, you know, they're like, oh, don't, 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 don't tell them what he got. You know, or like when you have a surprise party, you know, he's the type of person that's so giddy and wants to release the information and release the surprise to you that he just comes out and straight up say, hey man, I got a surprise party for you. That's what it is. And the rest of the GOP is like, we're not mad about the fact that you told him about the surprise party. We were mad at the time when you told him. You could have waited afterwards or when he was about to come in. Right? Yeah, it sounds so early on. This is exactly what's going on. Matt Walsh literally said it. It's about the timing. That's why they're mad. They're not mad that Lindsey Graham came out and said the fact that they're going to have a, a federal abortion ban. They're mad that he decided to say it's going to be a 15-week, you know, period, and they're going to put some protections for the, for the parent. No, they're not. They're getting control. They're going to have a full 100% abortion ban. No exceptions. Period. Because they don't need any. A lot of these individuals are old and rich. For those individuals that are rich and still have the possibility of getting someone pregnant... They can still get the abortion in state anyway. Like I said, they're just going to come to the house. Because again, they're above the law. They already have all the judges under their control. They're lackeys. So who's going to hold them accountable? Because a law is only as good as it's being enforced. So it's abortion ban will be enforced on the average everyday American. But not on the ultra wealthy. Let's keep listening in. That you have to hide the ball until it's the exact right moment to strike. They did it with the confirmation hearings of all these Supreme Court justices where they said it's settled law. And they did it uh, in terms of just like they're doing it now with it's states' rights, it's states' rights. Like, Lindsay, you let the cat out of the bag when you weren't supposed to do it. We were supposed to wait until we had power. We were going to lie to people up until that point. And the fact that they're just saying it kind of says everything, in my opinion. I like how Walsh is pretending to, like, you know, it's not right if he's not sincere about um, uh, being anti-abortion. Uh, incidentally, uh, Donald Trump, um, not necessarily the most sincere pro-life guy out there. Like, I never heard Matt Walsh, uh, I, if anything, they said the opposite, right? Like, yeah, I was about to say that. That's why I let play a little bit more, because I knew that Sam C was going to say this. As always, you can always just go back to Donald Trump because he contradicts himself so many times. It's laughable. If they feel this way about Lindsey Graham and say that, oh, he's not really 
you know, sincere about being pro-life. Well, Donald Trump wasn't either. He came out first, said he was, you know, support. He supported um, Roe versus Wade, and then he came out and be against it himself. He flip-flops whenever he needs a flip-flop in order to, you know, get the best reaction out of somebody. And that's how most GOP individuals are anyway. They're just blatant liars. Who cares what he thinks? The point is, we want this. Um, but it's fascinating admission, isn't it? That they they know that this is, um, uh, you know, this is this is radioactive. They're like they're 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 fundamental. And so, like the cavalry, here comes DeSantis and Abbott with like just a reminder: we're going to own the libs by, you know, possibly criminally um, uh, kidnapping or defrauding these immigrants. And then also, like, in the end, all it does is basically show, uh, you know, like, uh, people are actually pretty compassionate about uh, immigrants in in some parts of the country, I guess. I mean, it really is, um, they, they really feel backfooted uh, to me. Oh, they, there is no doubt about it. I think this hit them like a ton of bricks, and I don't think they expected the court to do it. This 15-week ban that, that Graham proposed this week is what they thought they were going to get. And in fact, DeSantis, you know, I mean, basically all the people like Matt Walsh are, you know, screaming, having screaming fits. DeSantis had put through a 15 week abortion ban. And by the way, he's been very cagey on this issue. He's out front with every culture war thing going on except abortion. And he's been just keeping keeping his mouth shut on that for all the reasons that you just said. This thing is toxic to them. It is toxic to them. In fact, I just read today in The New York Times. This is a reason why if I was a politician, I'll be paying reporters. Yes, I know, paying reporters, yes. Paying reporters to go down there and bring up abortion multiple times for Ron DeSantis. You know, go on camera. And I will definitely tell him, once he runs, because he's going to run from me, say, here it is. This is how he feels about abortion. He doesn't want to open his mouth because he's strictly against abortion. He's not for any type of, any weak abortion ban. If he was, he would be able to come here and talk to me about why is he so afraid of talking about abortion. If he's mad enough to say it, now say it right there. I'll say it right there while he's running, loud and clear. You know, put it out there. Go out there. I'll pay the Lincoln Project to do a, you know, a smear campaign. Destroy him. Say that he's for a complete and utter abortion ban. Because if he's not, he'll come out and say... His abortion plan. What is your abortion plan? What does it have? Is it a 15 week, 10 week, 3 week, 2 week, whatever? How long is it? Should it just be between the individual who's pregnant and their doctor? 
or should the government get involved? They, the new polling is out in the New York Times on this, and they interviewed a bunch of Republicans, including some men, who were saying, you know, hey, you know, I really don't like the economy. Joe Biden, eh, I don't really feel that great about him. I think he's giving away too much money to people who don't deserve it and blah, blah, blah. But this abortion thing, I can't go along with. Taking away a right, <clears throat> I think even to the ears of some people who are you know, I, otherwise, I mean, they're obviously not, you know, anti-abortion zealots, but just people who sort of thought of themselves as kind of, eh, I don't really care, it's not my issue or whatever. This seems to have really just hit people just in, in, in very viscerally. There's something about what the court did here. And, you know, I think maybe it had to do with the, with the opinion itself as well, to the extent that anybody's heard it or heard about it or read it. I mean, it was an extreme and completely outrageous Supreme Court opinion, the opinion itself, much less the substance of what they were doing. And it came as a big surprise that the Republicans have been, as you say, they've been doing this, you know, piecemeal over the years. They've trained their people like Matt Walsh to accept lying, right? I mean, this is just you lie about it because, you know, just go ahead. This is so important. You know, we're saving, it's genocide. So we're saving all these babies' lives. So, And that's the reason why you, you go with that. That's the reason why you lean into it. Like, that's why like, I want to have a debate. Come on, let's have a debate. Because you hit them on it. So you, you say that, uh, that abortion is murdering children. So... Why do you want to have a 15-week ban? So, are you saying that before 15 weeks, that that fetus is not a human being? I thought that life starts at conception. If life starts at conception, it doesn't matter. Week 1, week 2, week 3, week 4, week 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. It doesn't matter what week it is. It's a human life. And if you're for aborting a human before week 15, why are you against aborting it after? You can say, Trey, you so you're for... Aborting, no, I'm for allowing the doctor and the pregnant person to be able to make decision on their bodies. I was for Roe versus Wade, which allowed for us to know directly what time period and what reason and everything in between. A person can have an abortion. It was already set up. Roe versus Wade wasn't perfect, but damn it, gave us quite close to it. It said that nine months, that baby coming out and kicking and screaming, you can't put the bill cord around his neck and kill it. And of course, if you have noticed, it never happened. Right? Before or even since. So we already had something that was already law telling us exactly when, when, how to have an abortion. 
And you just get rid of it because you don't want people to have one. Because of your specific type of religious belief. Whatever you have to do, however underhanded it is, however much dishonest it is, whatever it is you're saying, you know, you can go ahead and do that because the cause is so great. The problem is now that they've actually done something major, they're stuck with the with the ensuing politics, which I, I honestly wonder sometimes, and maybe you have some ideas on this, because I've been watching this reaction from people, and they're so shocked, and so, you know, as you said, they're backfooted, they're just completely, uh, you know, they, they don't really know where to turn on this issue, they don't know what to do other than try and lie about it, and that's going to be very difficult, considering how in the last few years, they've been going on the record as more and more and more extreme, thinking they were protected, right? I can say anything, because you know they're not going to overturn it so i can say that there should be no exceptions for you know the life of the mother you know there should be no exceptions for rape and incest these were not normal things up until just the last couple of years okay let me move here and move this forward a little bit here's charlie kirk pro-life i am so pro-life that I'll debate anybody on the topic at any time. The only exception I could possibly imagine is life of the mother. And I will defend that position morally, scientifically, and biologically, and philosophically. But introducing Ozzy for a second. Like, what it would take? What it would take? Like, how many percentage points would... Uh... Charlie Kirk. And I brought him up to so he could hear that purposely because again I have a little something for you this is Charlie Kirk it's on his page you know yet again I want to make sure you understand this but you heard that see if I can get this up in enough time yeah I got like five minutes you know If I can, I'll do another part with it on there. You know. But he brought up he talked about abortion. Anyway, so I'll try to find it. I don't have much time to look for it because the podcast about the end. Anyway, but he had a video up where he talked about how to defeat the left on abortion. He asks a simple question of what species is a fetus? Now the answer to that to that question is whatever species you need it to be. 
because you have zygotes who can, that are dolphins and whatnot. If you're talking about the ones that come out the womb with humans, it can be a human being. And he wanted to use that to say, you're for murdering humans. As if that's a gotcha question, because again, Charlie Kirk himself is for murder anyway. He's for murdering humans. He had no problem with having at January 6th, and he had no problem of black and brown people being killed indiscriminately by cops. So, of course, he doesn't give a damn. But that's the point. All of a sudden now, when it's primaries and election time, it's, you know, hey, 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 I'm pro-life, but, you know, I I, I think that abortion should be in the having with the, with the, with the, uh, with the, with the mother, you know, life of the mother, you know, all that good stuff, right? Even though, for real, I'm going to, you know, be for taking away your human rights completely and utterly. Right? He was like that, but quite frankly, how you notice how he changes. Because that's the thing with these conservatives. They only change their story once they start to get caught. And once they notice that they're being vehemently denied by the population all in general. So pretty much his whole I'm for protecting the parents' life thing is complete another lie. It's just what he needs to say right now to try to protect himself. Because beforehand he was completely against it. 100% 100% abortion ban. No, you know, there's no exceptions. Right? But now, all of a sudden, during election time, he had to change the story. Like a lot of GOP Republicans and whatnot are, and conservatives are doing right now. So, don't be fooled. When you hear that bullshit, and I do mean when you hear it, don't be fooled. They want to get rid of all of your rights. Completely and utterly. Anyway, this is going to be where I end the podcast. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and of course, share the podcast. Give me a five-star rating. Of course, my podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And it's a link of that they provided that I have up there. Go to it. Click on it. And you can support me. As little as a dollar a month is beneficial. Anyway, later guys.